Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, it is Blurred Watchers back at your earlobes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome back. I am one of your hosts, Marshall, and I'm Courtney. Yo. Happy birthday, baby. Thank you. I am now redacted years old. Mm. Such an old bitty. Mm. It's okay. I still look fairly young, question mark. Um, as what I've been told, sorry, I might sound a little bit low. I am getting over a summer cold, uh, still COVID free, you know, knock on wood. Uh, I don't know how I've dodged it for this many years, but, uh, yeah, but yeah. So if I sound a little raspy, um, this is my new radio voice. Welcome to smooth jazz 105.9 JK. Sorry. Don't sue us. I feel like we've referenced that <laughs> it's before. All right. It's all right. This is our show. Happy birthday. I'm so uh, happy and blessed that I was able to see another revolution with your grace. And, uh, you know, I'm uh, looking forward to plenty more. You know, we won't we won't get too much into to everything that we were able to do for your it birthday. It was fun and we were outside. Yes, we were and outside. And my skin was glistening in the sun and finally my legs matched the rest Got of my body. Tan, you know? Yeah, oh my God, my legs were so light-skinned. Well, with that said, babe, we are back here in the studio for another amazing episode. We got a lot to cover today, honestly. Um, but... Yeah. The first thing I do want to do is let you guys know that I am reinvesting into the Patreon. If you are listening to this, you have another divine opportunity to become a Patreon supporter. Hmm. All the links will be down below. $5 gets you in with exclusive benefits uh, for all the dope shit that we do, honestly. And um, or is that the royal we? Is it stuff that I do? I feel like it's mostly stuff that you do, honestly. That's okay. Dope shit that we do. Uh-huh. So $5, like I said, will get you in. You got a $10 tier for some extra benefits that include uh, a bunch of different stuff. And then the $20 tier, which I think is a great value because you also get merchandise at, at cost, um, which is a great discount. Uh, and we'll figure that out once somebody, you know, asks for it. But um, either way, patreon.com slash the Okami Council. Um, really, 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 really dope shit. Check it out sometime. You know what I mean? And uh, we'll have some patron supporters that we'll be shouting out. And you guys will be included into decisions and, and different content that we're doing. Uh, super dope. That is the end of our commercial for Patreon. Uh, okay. But otherwise, we did enjoy your birthday quite a bit. You mm-hmm. enjoyed yourself. Uh, but we have a packed show today, babe. Are you excited? I am. I feel like we have a lot to talk about. We so do. Let's get to it. Well, you know, we'll start. We'll start with the uh, icebreaker here. A little warm up. Mm-hmm. Kakaguri coming back August fourth. How do you feel? I'm excited. I really liked Kakaguri. Um, I liked the manga. I liked the show, um, which we can catch on Netflix yes. right now. Yes. So, um, I would say it's definitely worth a watch. It definitely gives you like that whole. <clears throat> I mean, I feel like if you like Squid Game, you would like Kakeguri. It's kind of reminiscent of that, kind of reminiscent of um, Alice in Borderland um, in the sense that it's like playing these almost like death games. Now, yeah. in, Kake, in Kakeguri, I don't think it ever really comes down to death, but 
people be getting like fucked up and maybe maimed a little bit uh (laughs) and it's like these psychotic gambling games and this whole school system that's built upon gambling um and like all of the upper echelon families in japan send their kids to the school um and they learn how to gamble and like whoever ends up on top is like guaranteed to have like awesome positions in society and stuff so uh but if you don't then you know you have to worry about being ain't shit but it's good i would watch it uh yumiko jabami is that bitch love her Mm -hmm, i was gonna mm -hmm. cosplay as her at uh last year's blurred con Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. but i waited too long to order my costume and just i was really procrastinating and um so perhaps this year uh or perhaps something else i don't know i'm always last minute and then that's my downfall so perhaps you know but either way you guys check out kageguri on kageguri 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 on k k k like k k jewelers kageguri gururi there you go boom kageguri yes it 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 just it just it just goes downhill after you say it. but uh yeah <laughs> someone might write in and be like she's wrong too <laughs> but uh, i don't well, care I, I spelled it wrong in the in the uh <laughs> in the um the show uh notes here but either way um be, it's definitely one of those joints that you were watching and you enjoyed immensely so i'm happy that it's coming back for you mm-hmm. so you can check it out get back into that deal um also quick celebration all of us are dead season two has been officially Woo-hoo. announced by netflix uh great korean k-drama um end of the world you know we're gonna get to see if chung i don't even is, know if uh, i would call alive. it a k-drama though i mean just because it's from korea doesn't make it a k-drama those are usually like love love shows right okay i don't know K K show uh, about the end of the world. I would just say show and the the uh, zombie apocalypse, and we reviewed it and we both enjoyed it and we're getting a season two, so that's super dope. I am looking forward to that. I'd like to see what everyone's up to. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, <clears throat> so what we'll do here, um, yeah, just to get the show started, let's get into some content, you guys. Uh, we have snap trailer reaction for you today. We actually took the liberty of pre-recording the snap trailer reaction so that we wouldn't have to wait the agonizing time in between. And this may be old news for some now, but <coughs> if you guys wanted our snap trailer reaction analysis of said trailer, uh, you guys will be able to check it out now and I'll uh, throw it on in there. <laughs> yes i feel like that was a really roundabout way to say it but here we go so the umbrella academy season three snap trailer reaction uh well first off you know going back in time we love the first two yes first I, was about two to say, seasons. I am excited for this this is um incredible it's one of our honestly w- I don't think that we started Umbrella Academy when it first came out. I feel like it kind of caught us by surprise a little bit. Really? I thought we did. Did we? Oh, well, either way. Yeah. If we if we went back far enough, we probably could find our Umbrella Academy uh, season one or season Regardless, two Regardless, I don't think we talked about season one. 
I think we came in on season two because we we had just watched it just as ourselves mm. as ourselves, but just watched it prior to you know being picked up by the illustrious pop break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. start. Oh, excuse me, and starting blurred watchers. So, well, I mean, yeah. So I think that this gives uh, you guys a fair idea of our history with the program and. Uh, part of the reason why we're so excited for it. this trailer was amazing. I'm so excited for number five. Yeah. Adore, adore that character. Adore the actor who plays him like chef's kiss. When we last left off with uh, the Umbrella Academy, they had just traveled back from the past um, and, you know, five had brought all his siblings together and brought them all back to present time, Mm. or so they thought. And that was the end of season two, where they come back home, quote-unquote, and realize something is awry. Something's Mm -hmm. not quite right here. There's an entirely different group of kids. Ben, their brother, who passed away years ago, is alive inexplicably. And there are these all all these other kids now. So now the setup is complete for the Umbrella Academy versus the sparrow academy and the 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 trailer has come out um you know all all love to uh vanya's character who will uh this this season um be um no longer a a lady uh because her actor elliot page has undergone uh his transformation which i think is dope that they wrote that into the show yeah um yeah, what? Absolutely. Why not? And um, so we come back. I don't know. Um, is it going to be Victor Hargrave now? It used to be Vanya. Maybe. So, okay, so we're gonna have, you know, previously, um, Elliot Page's old character. We're gonna have number five. Maybe we're gonna have Van. Klaus. Huh? I said, or maybe just Van. Or Van. Yeah. Um, we're gonna have Klaus, Luther, Allison. I like Klaus too. Klaus lot. is yeah, Klaus is my second favorite character after Five. Mm-hmm. Um, he started his own cult. Yeah, <laughs> in the '60s, which you know. I mean, that was prime cult time. So yeah, um, so you know, and we're gonna have these new, these new characters, this new Sparrow Academy that we're going to get to know, and apparently in this in this trailer they're setting it up that hey, you know, they came back from the past, and because they're in an alternate timeline somehow. They've created some type of quote unquote incursion. <laughs> I like um, how you worked that in there. And uh, thank you. And 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 now they have a limited time in order to solve it, beat the Sparrow Academy, or and all of the above. This trailer has stakes, and I'm really excited about it. It's got it's got the the music, it's got the energy, it's got the feeling of Umbrella Academy, and I think it's so quirky and it's so. Mm-hmm confident in itself you know uh, just like the show is how do you feel i feel good it looks like mary j blige is coming back so happy for her oh yeah she was good in the last season too mm-hmm. so um i'm excited i like where they went with the music but i feel like they're always like especially during like the fight scenes and stuff like that like yeah. that um like you know mm, ballroom mix or blitz yeah blitz yeah. ballroom blitz that type of stuff <laughs> right. like i like i like that type of you know fast pace um like very peppy yeah like pepping your step type of music while you're kicking someone's butt Mm, yeah yeah for sure 
so I mean, you know, Umbrella Academy season two, season three, uh, or season three. Excuse me, thank you. Um, when does it come out? Uh, I have it written somewhere. But... I think this year in August, <laughs> July. I don't know. Yeah, I have it written somewhere on the list. Uh, okay, here we go. Here we go. It's coming out. Oh, I'm so excited for Love, Death, and Robots. June 22nd. Oh, in June. So yeah. soon. So soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to get it. We finally got our first trailer. That is our Snap trailer reaction, you guys. I hope that you, um, you know, if you have any feelings about on Burley Academy, if you've ever seen it, or if you followed it through us, you know, come on back. We're going to be watching that shit again. Yeah. And um, we'll enjoy it. And we'll most likely binge it so you don't have to worry about multiple episodes or anything like that. We'll probably watch it in a weekend like we seem to do for all the other seasons. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll come with our full review on uh, Blurred Watch. Yeah, I want to binge it and eat junk food and drink liquor because fun. Outstanding. Hopefully I'll still be eating healthy by then, but I'll make an exception for Umbrella Academy. You know what? Actually, by then, I might just like be really into just eating healthy and be like, I don't need cheeseburgers or alcohol. Yeah, you <laughs> get like carrots and shit and, and like other healthy snacks. Yeah, when you say it right now, after I just had wings, I'm like, eh, that doesn't sound so Well, that wasn't, that wasn't even unhealthy. You know, it that's, wasn't. That's good I'm trying protein. to get in my protein. I need a yeah. whole bunch. But anyways. Yeah. All right. Well, either way, uh, that's our Umbrella Academy Season 3, Snap Trailer Reaction, and uh, on to the rest of the show. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop, indeed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, really excited for Umbrella Academy. Um <laughs> We're a, a bit closer now than we recorded it. Yeah. So uh, no new trailers have come out or anything like that. But it's really cool to to kind of listen in on you know how we were feeling uh, when we were able to see the trailer for the first time, which looks incredible. So super excited, Courtney. Yes. Where, where's Alex? I don't know. Tell you what, he's right here because he reminded us and he uh, made some recommendations to uh, help with some structural things for the show. Uh, okay. So this is our official Where's Alex moment. Uh, make sure you guys are following him at Media Thinking on Twitter. He's a great follow. Uh, does a lot of dope stuff with Cinema Joe's podcast as well. And he helps produce the show. So what he said was, you know, let's 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 get some segments together, you know. Uh, so we did. The first segment is our, you know, our warm up, and then we go into a snap trailer reaction, which is dope. Uh, I think it's some of the best stuff, you know, snap trailer reaction. Um, next segment is what we called the list before. We're gonna talk about the streaming corner. We're gonna talk about some stuff coming to streaming services. This show comes up uh, pretty much during the beginning of the month, okay. so you still got some time to kind of get your streaming plans together for the month. We're going to help you with that monthly, let you know what's coming, what you should be watching, what we may be watching, what we may may not be watching. Everything that we talk about is not going to be something that we watch intentionally uh, unless something happens. But if you needed to know what's coming, we can be a bit of a resource. Uh, (laughs) You're welcome. You know, um, it's a tough job. Somebody's got to do it. So, 
First thing up we got um, in the streaming corner this month is the Orville. This will actually be um, live by the time you guys hear this. The Orville moves to Hulu and it premieres on June 2nd. I believe this is season four of the Orville starring uh, Family Guys, Seth MacFarlane. Mm. And um, apparently it's a pretty good show. Uh, I haven't I haven't had a chance. Have you seen any episodes? Uninterested. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so if you guys are fans of the Orville, please make sure you check it out. It's on Hulu now. So uh, that's where you can see it. Next one. And um, I think we're going to touch on this a little bit later. Of course, The Boys returns to Amazon Prime uh, June 3rd, which was Friday. Um, so that is also live by the time you're hearing this. The first three episodes, at least, are up. Yeah, didn't they say um, new episodes dropping on Fridays? Right? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, uh, yeah, like I said, we'll touch on that. Another interesting show is called The Floor Is Lava, season two on Netflix, also premiered on Friday. Um, as far as I understand, it's exactly how it sounds. It's a game show where the floor is lava. Oh, and, okay. Um, so you have to do like it's like an obstacle course type of thing. That's a, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, if you're looking for something fun, you're looking for something you know you don't have to put too much investment into as far as emotionally. I think it's a a, a great um, summer watch. You know, um, that is not a review. I've never seen it, so please, y'all, uh, bear with me. Miss Marvel is coming to Disney Plus this Wednesday, babe, June eighth, uh, which is in a few days from recording. Uh, we're super excited for that. We'll be covering however much of that we can get through before our next opportunity to record this show. Yep. Looking forward to seeing Kamala Khan. Are you also looking forward to season six of Peaky Blinders? I mean, not really. I really liked season one. I watched, I think part of season two. I never finished it. Uh, I do like Killian Murphy. Um, Cillian? No, it's literally Killian. I know that we have this joke, but like. Um, I think Irish people take it pretty um, seriously. She's about, over like, me, y'all. Uh, I'm sorry. Pronouncing their Killian their Murphy. It is. Yep. Killian Murphy. Um, but yeah, I really like him. So I might get back into it. I don't know. I'd probably have to restart it. Definitely. Yeah. Because the they're at like season six now. Yeah. So, well, yeah. you know, if it ever happens. But I'm glad that he's still getting work, you know. Absolutely. It's coming June 10th to Netflix, you guys. And of course, one show that we've been talking about getting back into for the longest. And we just... We just haven't done it in Westworld season four. I feel like we watched a lot of season three, right? Mm, or was it season two? I feel like season two. Okay. And I feel like we fell it. off. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, we didn't even get to the part where Kit Cuddy's in it. But then people were like, he was only in it for like a couple minutes or something. So that was disappointing to hear, even yeah. though I didn't even get to see it. So before we before we see you guys again. Westworld season four will be out on HBO Max June 26th. So those are some nerdy things that you guys might be into. Uh, Westworld season one was outstanding. Yeah. Um, season two was finding its place when we kind of fell off on it. Uh, I would definitely love to get back into Westworld. I, I just feel like we always say it. We just we just never do. Yeah. So uh, cool. You know, that's your. That is your streaming corner for the month. If indeed there are things coming out that we do not cover or you think that we should check out, make sure you hit us up on the social networks that we have linked uh, down below. Make sure. I'm so sorry to be golfing in y'all's ear. But I did want to say also, because we mentioned it in the Snap trailer reaction. Yeah. Um, Love, Death, and the Robots came out. 
Yes. And so we binged that, and it was amazing. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. You know, as 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 meh as season two was, was how excellent this season was. I think collectively, especially mm-hmm. the way it ended, it was. I mean, yeah. That that last episode was just transcendent, to be honest with you. Um, and we wa- we've watched it multiple times, which we almost never do. Yeah. So. Good. Yeah, definitely check out Love, Death, and Robots. I think that came out last month or toward the end of last month. Yeah. But yeah, we were definitely talking about it in the Snapchat. If there's reaction. one episode that you gotta watch, actually, there was a couple that were they were all really good. But the last episode, Hibaro, like just, I mean, marvelous. One hundred percent. Visually crazy. One hundred percent. Yeah. So I mean, definitely, definitely check it out. Uh, it was not on the agenda, you guys, but that's how good Love, Dev, and Robots was. It was on the list, so we did have it set up to watch. And I'm not sure why. Did, did we not do a, a review for Love, Dev, and Robots? Damn, maybe we should do a review of Love, Dev, and Robots. We'll do it on the Patreon because we have a really full show. So uh, look forward to that, you guys. We'll do we'll do like a little 15, 20-minute review of Love, Dev, and Robots if indeed... Yes, and this will be our personal Patreon because it's basically just like, you know, as as the illustrious Marshall uh, illustrated earlier. I don't know if that fits in with the with the alliteration, but anyways. Um. So yeah, I mean, it's just stuff that we talk about here at Blurred Watchers, stuff that we talk about at Blurred Life with my wife, stuff that he talks about over on the Okami Council. Maybe you know stuff that I talk about for shits and giggles uh, on my social media handles. So not specifically dedicated to just what we talk about here, but um, just you know us as Blurreds consuming media. Uh, if you would like to hear our take about Love, Death, and Robots, then yeah. It'll be over on the Patreon, um, as well as our thoughts um, about She-Hulk. Because uh, as you guys may know, um, the preview got is pretty controversial. Hey, A hey. lot of people was like, uh, uh. Yeah, well, anyways, yeah, yes, yeah. So, yeah, you know, we're, we're, we're just trying to we're going to try to build up the Patreon just a little bit. You guys. So uh, there are going to be months. Where there is just so much content that we can't feasibly get to it all in the time frame that we have here on the show. So uh, please consider, please consider it. Uh, Five dollars will get you in, like we said. All the extra content will be at that tier. Um, and as then far it'll all be in the, the description, stuff. right? Huh? That'll all be in the description. Yes. So yeah, click there. We don't even have to go over it again. But I just thought I would mention it because I feel like it's a crime. Hibaro was just like a masterpiece to me. We have to record that review. Absolutely. Boom. So. You guys, thanks again for Alex with the new uh, episode structure. Let's move into some uh, ongoing series that we're watching, babe. Yeah. Um, and the first one that I'd like to talk about is, you know, just stole my heart um, mm. with this next segment. But uh, Spy Family. So cute. I love it so much. It's it's really good. I feel like it gives me just enough violence mm-hmm. um, and then just cutesiness. It's just, it's so cute. I love I mean, despite, you know, the the chosen professions of uh, mom and dad, I yeah. just find I just find everybody so endearing and kind of innocent and cute. It's so funny. There's such a like a kind of whimsicalness for the show and the characters. Um, if you guys haven't seen Spy Family, it is a new anime that is out. We've been watching it on Crunchyroll. 
Um, but you guys can probably see it a couple of different places. Comes out weekly as far as episodes. I believe we're up to episode six right now. Um, not sure how long the first season will be. But the general premise is that there is a spy. He's like the world's best spy. And it is possible that the... Lloyd Forger. Yes. Uh, well, that's his code name or his 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 uh name in his undercover name. Yeah. Uh but his spy name is something like Twister or something. No. I forget. I forget his spy name as well. But he's like he's like this super spy, right? Like one of the best. And in order to save the world from this impending war between the east and the west, he has to go and infiltrate this city which contains a very important person. And the way that they do that is they say, hey. Twilight. Twilight, yes. Uh, what did I say? Twister? My goodness. Uh, yeah. Um, we were close, I suppose. He, so they send him into the city and they say, look, you got to get a kid. You got to get a wife. We need your kid to, to, to get cool with his kid because he's so a recluse. He, he doesn't come out. So his the guy is um, a public official. And essentially they're saying like some decision that he's going to make could lead towards war or something like that. And we need you to get in with him and essentially, I guess, kind of dissuade him because if it was just an assassination, like that would have been simple. Right. But they're trying to avoid that, especially because apparently I guess he's like kind of beloved, Mm -hmm. even though he doesn't like get out much or whatever. So Mm -hmm. um, they're trying to find a way in that's as organic as possible. Uh, and the best way that they came up with is his second son, um, the the public official second son, goes to this prestigious academy. So we need you to get a kid. That's your kid. And we need you to get into that academy. And they make friends and so on and so forth. But, yeah, I mean, the, basically it's just like the ins and outs of them trying to achieve the mission. Um, spoiler alert, Anya, she's a very special girl. Yeah. Um, she can read minds. And yeah. so, like, she is fully aware of what's going on. But she, like, immediately becomes so enamored with Twilight or, you know, the, going forward thus far, Lloyd, that she's just like, I got to stay with him. I want him to be my daddy. Um, so I'm going to do everything I can to help this mission succeed. Additionally, she's like super obsessed with the spy TV show. Yeah. So like she's so excited that her dad is, is an actual, actual spy. spy. Yeah. Um, and then you have uh, Yor, who is the mom who uh, turns out to be an assassin. Uh, and yeah, we're just following up them through their daily life trying to succeed at this mission your she really feel she really thinks lloyd is like a psychiatrist and this loving doting father and that anya is really his daughter and she um was trying not to get caught up in these like um these i, I guess you could call them spy raids or whatever like they, yeah. the country is going around rounding up people that they think are spies or assassins um and usually it's a lot of like older well quote-unquote older but in their 20s older women who are unmarried um so it was was kind of uh, gainful for her to be in on it Mm -hmm. as well Mm -hmm. um so they're both deceiving each other but also like really liking each other and are really well suited to each other between your and lloyd and just like we're just following how they're becoming a family and like growing affection for each other and kind of bumbling along the way it's very cute yeah it, it, it is very cute because anya is like 
you know, she's the only one who knows everything that's going on. She's, she's the only darling. one who really knows everybody's motives and everybody's secrets because she can literally read their minds. And Yor and Lloyd are just so oblivious of each other. Um, even though they're, they're, they run into some situations where you feel like somebody should be like, hmm. but uh, they are very much, it's, it's, it's given, like you said, it's just enough action, but it's just enough slice of life for me mm-hmm. um, that it, you just kind of want to watch this family kind of matriculate through this mission. And Anya's like, I got to help daddy win the mission. And like, she's just uh, super adorable. And she, you know, he found her at an orphanage and she's just very convinced that like, yo, this is where I'm supposed to be. I'm not supposed to be at this orphanage. This guy has this plan. He has this mission. And I I, I need to help him to make sure that I don't have to go back there. Well, yeah, because, like, she had gotten adopted, like, four times. And, right. like, taken back. It was so sad. I was like, oh, yeah, you people, baby. Yeah. People were, you know, just bringing her back because whatever. And she's, she's, I mean, she's weird. Yeah. <laughs> she is a little weird, though, but I love her. But she's weird because she can read minds. You know what I mean? She's just, she's, she's, um omniscient right ah uh, no i wouldn't say omniscient, no, she, omniscient she just knows a whole bunch of stuff i guess well yeah, not she's, even clairvoyant she 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 knows what people are thinking right so it's like yeah she's weird because how yeah. did you know that you know what i mean and she's very convinced like she's not going to make the same mistakes as before and she's very convinced that she's going to help this this guy and she's connecting with your who is actually a sweetheart she just happens to be an assassin like a really good assassin and um really enjoying the show yeah same look forward to look forward to it every week so uh we'll be back next episode to give you guys our further thoughts on spy family and our ongoing series segment Mm -hmm. um but for now we have a doozy a, a a double whopper of two very highly anticipated ongoing series that are have both released three episodes so far which one would you like to begin with babe um i mean i i don't mind which 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 either you're steering the ship today okay so let's just go straight into the the boys you guys season three is upon us of the boys and it's 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 real (laughs) um (laughs) i mean i feel like they always start with a bang uh I, i guess quite literally it's I am always, I don't know why I'm always surprised by the goriness of this show. Um, It was a little bit different with the animated, like, anthology that they had. Because, you know, animation, like, I guess you could just laugh it off. I don't know. You can laugh it off with the the live action, too. Because it's just so absurd. It's, like, so absurdly graphic. You're like, why? Like, you know trigger warning spoiler alert what was it the first episode second first episode first a guy gets exploded from his urethra so there is a hero called the termite and he's supposed to be Uh, like well i don't even call let's not call them heroes no more he's a super he's a super called the termite and he's like a play off of ant-man he can like shrink himself down to a very small size still maintains the power and strength that he has as a man and uh you know, he's enjoying himself at this party, you know. Um his lover is is, you know, wanting him in inside of him. Uh 
So he shrinks on down while they're on, you know, doing some cocaine and enters this fellow um, in the penis. Yeah, I already said it, his urethra. And because he's doing coke, his nose is sensitive and he's in the shaft of this man and sneezes and accidentally goes back to full size, therefore exploding his partner from the inside out completely. (coughs) I mean, you see everything basically. Uh, This show is almost adventurous. Inventive at this point with how they kill people. <laughs> like it's, it was just so nasty for no reason. I'm like, come on, yo. And then like, I don't know, man. Let's talk about the story. Let's, yeah. Let's, okay. Let's, so yeah, we're in season three. Um. Uh. What's what's Huey? the poison? Huey. Yeah, yeah. He's working with uh. What's her face? Victoria Newman. Uh, Victoria, a.k.a. as we find out, fucking Nadia. Yeah. So he's working with her, and they're basically on this, like, soup um, oversight committee. Yeah. And basically, they're, you know, any people, any, you know, any of them that, you know, sticks a toe over the line, you know, they are bringing them in or whatever. But it's like they're working with Vought. So there's, like, concessions made. And they're kind of saying, like, so... um Billy or Mr. Butcher, mm-hmm. he is basically like I guess the muscle going around rounding up these soups to like bring in or you know bring before the tribunal. I guess you want to say, but you know as he is wants to do, he gets a little rough, uh, and then they like to blame him and be like, oh yeah, he brings in people, but then well, I gotta always apologize. Victoria's like I always gotta apologize for him and stuff like that, and it's just like trying to make it seem like they're success rate although great could be better if not for him yeah um and then of course huey he's just happy um to be doing something that's not like you know curbs as he says curb stomping people and they they reference curb stomping curb stomping a lot yeah um i feel like at least three times in three episodes so that i feel like that's a lot once an episode is a lot i would say at least twice i can't i can't think of a third time but um so he's just like, I don't want to go back to the way it was. This way is better. So now Butcher is kind of like um, second guessing himself. And then he's also taking care of his dead wife's son who, you know, the, the son killed her. So there's some feelings about that. But he promised that he would take care of him. So he's trying to keep his promise. The little boy is weird. Mm-hmm. I just found him very weird. Like, yeah. there's too much of Homelander in there, I think. You can and, already see it. Right. And, we're, you know, I think they're trying to uh, they're trying to subvert him from going down that road by giving him infection and stuff. But I'm like, the genetic psychosis is there. Like, I see it underneath. Like, it's there. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> and then what else you know now we have a uh, homelander he's embarrassed because he got found out for uh being with a with a nazi and they're like how did you not know so he's going on these press tours it's just it's a whole shit show like they they came out of the gate guns blazing like look everybody's fucked up and and they're like, they're making fun of a lot of properties in the beginning of this of this season as well we get a we get a Charlize Theron cameo as Stormfront because all last season they were shooting this Dawn of the Seven movie, right? And after everything happened with Stormfront and she was ousted as a Nazi, you know, they actually 
played off of that, there was this whole social media campaign about release the Bort cut because in universe that movie was supposed to have been shelved or, you know, they came in and did all these reshoots because Stormfront was supposed to be a hero in the movie. They end up making her a villain and releasing the movie within universe, within the episodes, like, you know, the fans came and did release the Bort cut and we're so happy. And uh, so, you know, the seven is still kind of fractured. They have these open spots. So it's leading to Starlight, Annie, being a host on this like American Idol type show where heroes compete to get the last, I guess, two open spots on the seven. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where she is. Billy, Billy, to Courtney's point, she he's kind of like listless. He has really nothing to do. His his passion is killing soups and working with this oversight committee. He can't really do that. I mean, he can watch them. He can help bring them in whatever scraps that Vought gives this committee because it turns out the soup that they were trying to bring in termite, he actually found value to them with some type of deal with some type of uh, uh, pest control company. So they're like, no, we're not going to give you termite. We're going to give you these three other, you know, losers that, you know, don't do anything or whatever. So Billy is just like, fuck, I don't know if I'm supposed to be doing this um this way because he's essentially working for the government right now him Frenchie Kimiko mother's milk has kind of like retired like Huey Mm -hmm. did so he's off trying to take care of his family his wife has left him she's with the new guy uh but he's trying to be in his daughter's (laughs) life because there's so much trauma there from you know how his father essentially worked himself to death trying to get vengeance on soldier boy um and he completely you know wasn't in his children's lives so there's a lot of stuff going on there for mother's milk um you know laz lonzo is back i think he brings a lot of death to the role i really do like him as mother's milk but uh so that's kind of where we are with the characters when this season opens and the new thing that's happening we now know that victoria is the head popper you know yeah but nobody else knows and we get a little bit of backstory here because at Victoria's place of work, at Huey's place of work, there's this guy that keeps coming around and trying to call her Nadia. And I'm like, yo, you know, where is she? I need to talk to her. So one day they leave work and Huey follows <laughs> Nadia or uh, Victoria only to realize that this guy approaches her and he's like, yo, I need your platform. Like we can we can make a difference. And she's like, no, nah, fam, like you don't need to be yada, yada, yada. They end up tussling. Huey hides, so he's not seen, but she ends up bl- exploding this guy up. Like, yeah, his whole body. His whole body. It's, again, gruesome and disgusting because, like, she blows up his hand. Then she blows up, like, the lower half of his, his face jaw, and yeah. kind of, like, his eye socket. And then he's still alive and, like, gurgling on his blood. And, and I'm just like... It, is this necessary? Yeah, we and then we, she explodes him all we find out that her power is based off of her seeing uh, the victim or the part that she's trying to explode. So one thing that that happens in their tussle, the guy covers her eyes, yeah, to try to protect himself. But uh, she ends up getting the hand off and seeing him, and then she explodes his body. So now Huey is in an existential crisis because he thought that he finally found a way to kind of go straight to mm-hmm. kind of to kind of affect the change that he wanted on the up and up 
And he felt like he finally got one over on Butcher. Because I thought it was so funny. I was like, I know he was like, fuck. Yeah. And I got to call this asshole yeah. and be like, so. And I'm like, yeah. He told you. He told you. Look at these people. Your first intro into everything was a train running through a bitch. I mean, your girl. Your girl, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what yeah. a way to start the show. She was one foot yeah. off of the off of the damn curb, and you look up and you just holding her hand by the wrist, and ain't nothing else in there. It's uh, yeah, like I said, what a way to start the show. But so I mean, so Butcher is like, yes, like I can I I can start doing the shit that I'm meant to do now. Meanwhile, on the other side, Homelander is just getting more and more unhinged. He's going on this apology tour, like like Courtney was saying about you know he's basically saying the same shit. Well, I'm human, and oh yeah, and it's you know, his uh, uh, I make mistakes just like each and every one of you. And this is like it's a chink every time he has to say this in an interview and his popularity has, you know, gone down and you know, that's super important to Homelander. He needs to be liked. He needs to be loved by what he feels like are regular people. Right. Ha ha. So he actually shows up at butcher's place. And this is one of the best scenes of the show for me so far for this season, at least. And they have an exchange and Homelander is just like, you know what? I hate you. You hate me. Let's fuck shit up. And one of us will be staying at the end. And, you know, there's all of this other shit that's going on. Fuck it. Like, let's just. And and, and Butcher's like, all right. Like, you know, I'm, I'm bored. Like, I, I, I want to kill you. You know what I mean? So they're very much still intent on killing each other. But I feel like this was the first instance of them having just like a sit down conversation yeah where it's just like you got these two amazing actors Carl Carl Urban and Anthony Starr who are just able to this this is kind of like you know a different type of scene that they share together for me and I just yeah. thought it was so good it was so well done uh so much visual acting so much body language and they were just sitting down um meanwhile Queen Maeve she sees that Homelander is unhinging. She's like, yo, like this. I mean, she's been seeing it. Well, I'm just saying she sees he's further. He's going further along. So she's apparently her and Butcher after the events of last season have kept in contact. Yeah, I think I think the main thing is like, yes, he's always been unhinged. But before he was still very much so um what was important to him was being loved yeah so he wasn't gonna do it in public or just in the hallways now this man threatening people in the hallways putting his hand on the back of people's necks they dropping their drinks and about to piss their pants and she like oh he's really about to laser through this man in the middle of the fucking craft service like so so she hits up butcher and they meet and she's like look this nigga needs to go like point blank period. He's got to be taken off the board at this point. We were trying to play nice. We were trying to work. Yada, yada. No. So here, take this new thing that Vaught has developed, which is V24, which is a strain of compound V that regular people can take, which will give them superpowers for 24 hours. She gives butcher three doses of this and she gives some information on payday which was a super team back in the day that preceded the... Payday or payback? Payback, excuse me. 
uh, that preceded the seven, who is the the number one super team now. The leader of said super team was a guy by the name of Soldier Boy. Yeah. He is like the precursor to... To um, Homelander. Yeah. Right. So apparently he died in some big nuclear explosion protecting quote-unquote protecting people and Maeve is like look this shit ain't true you need to you need to figure it out because whatever killed him might be able to kill Homelander and Butcher has got a complete heart on he's like yes like finally you know I have a I have a way or or a lead per se she's like yo you're gonna have to go to payback pay payback mm. yeah you're gonna have to go through payback so I'm gonna give you these shots of, of V24 because just they're powerful you're gonna need this to get the information you want out yeah. of them and butcher's like fuck this i'm never doing it he's about to pour it out which uh stopped him when homelander came in and yeah they when they had that scene. conversation they had the conversation yeah right? so <clears throat> uh first three episodes are very much i'm not even going to call them setup because we leave the situation we leave the third episode with having much more background on Mallory, who is the CIA agent that's taking care of Homelander's son, Ryan. Mm. But she was also the handler for payback back in the day in Nicaragua and their heyday. I mean, would she really be called a handler? Because she met them one day and then they ruined everything in that well, one day. Uh, apparently she was a handler for the initiative that was going on down there. She was like the head honcho. They were selling weapons and um, bringing in crack, which they, which she admitted was, you know, more specifically geared towards the well, minority right, but she communities. She wasn't their and, um, handler. They brought them in because Vought was like, oh yeah, we gonna get in on this because the last time Soldier Boy, you know, did some stuff was... Not the Vietnam War. I think they skipped that. Yeah, it might have been like the Cold War or something like that. Some, well, not the Cold War because the Cold War wasn't World War actually II? a world. Um, the Cold War actually would have been, I guess, around that point because that was a that was the Reagan era. You're right. It was like bring down that wall, Mister. Well, it, then it had to be like World War Two because he's like he's like the the proxy for Captain America. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like the. You know, man out of time. He's like real misogynistic and chauvinistic. Yeah, that was and, there, I guess more recent attempt at you know getting the soups into the military and yeah. getting paid off of that and uh i guess the reason why that wasn't very publicized is because it failed spectacular because they were all um Assholes. disorganized untrained uh, unscrupulous pieces of shit that got everybody blown up mm-hmm. uh and it was kind of fucked up because she because they were like shooting at their men and just fucking shit up um but then i had to remember you guys are preparing cocaine to ship back to the states to flood the the black community. So, um, you know, instant karma. Yeah, instant karma. And, you know, Mallory is basically giving us, you know, this story of how she, you know, basically handled all of that. We get some uh, background on Black Noir, who's, you know origins and 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 background has been changed from the i comics. mean yeah but very on the nose too. black noir and he's a dark-skinned black man yeah. and then they're having the conversation about why he has to keep on his mask because you know the world or the united states isn't ready for a black superhero or whatever but i was just like black noir is a negro yeah that's just like black 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 <laughs> his name is black 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 and it's so interesting because in the comics he's not yeah um you know no i don't want to give away too much in the comics but let's let's just say that his origin and his background has been changed 
And he's talking to a young Stan Edgar in this flashback, who is now the CEO of Vought, uh, the guy pulling all the strings. And he's just like, you know, I, I want the mask to be off. I don't want to have to wear my mask anymore. And Stan's like, cool, but we're going to put you in the worst possible place. You're not going to make any money. Basically, you, basically they're going to do what they did to the deep mm-hmm. um, to him. And he's just like, all right, whatever. And this team that comes in is just you know, insufferable and Mallory is trying to keep everything together and they immediately get them all fucked up. She wakes up. One of the team members is like, oh my God, they killed Soldier Boy. And she's like, that's not impossible. Well, she wakes up after the whole fighting because she gets, um, she gets collateral impact shockwaves. Yeah. yeah. From, I guess, like a missile or a grenade that went off that like throws her into some rubble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so you know they they take away Soldier Boy's body. Apparently, you know Russia, who they were you know uh, in a skirmish with at that point, has some type of technology and or weapon that can kill Soldier Boy, which you know they pretty much thought impossible. Uh, we find out that Black Noir in this in this scuffle has gotten, I guess, irreparable damage to his head and face. Yeah, uh, because he doesn't take off the mask anymore. Um, and he's just like looking like he about to be a vegetable. I'm guessing he recovered. Uh, well, I'm assuming he recovered. So we get a whole bunch of exposition in the form of this um, of this admission from mm-hmm. Mallory. Uh, meanwhile, in order to get that admission, we'll backtrack slightly. Billy actually takes the the V24 and goes to. Uh, to talk to Gunpowder, um, gun who was uh, Soldier Boy's right-hand man, like the Winter Soldier to Soldier Boy's Captain America. Was he really the Winter Soldier to his Captain America? Well, I'm saying as far like as, like, the man. sidekick. Okay. Like the Bucky to... Yeah, I guess so. You know. Uh, so he interrogates him very strongly in a couple of exchanges, and he eventually kills Gunpowder uh, using his, his new strength. Eye. And he actually, yeah, he slid him in half with his laser eyes. And Billy's like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I can't necessarily control this. But the compound V24 works because it made him gunproof or bulletproof, gave him super strength, and he's got laser eyes. So Mallory's here giving all this information, and he's sick because this shit is running through his system. Yeah, and little weird Ryan, I guess, butcher. I guess he's taking um, Ryan, last name. Ryan Lander? Like, I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> whatever he's all like are you sure you're okay your heart's racing your blood smells weird i'm like my blood smells weird you nasty little perverts stop sniffing my blood it's just like damn bitch mind your business that's why he got yelled at when they left yeah and uh that's definitely <sighs> yeah he's just he's just weird um but uh but ultimately we get to the point that frenchie uh, was not able to come on that on that part of the trip. Huey came because he's basically now back with the boys. He's trying to exist next to Victoria without letting her know that he knows about her power. Yeah. But also, he's he's fully decommitted from trying to do it that way. He sees that it's all basically a ruse. Yeah, it's um, we find out also, or Huey finds out also, that Victoria is being controlled by stan edgar because he adopted her when she was young he's kind of like a surrogate father for her so he's just like i'm fucking working for vaught and he basically goes back to butcher has Kimiko injure him so that he can't fake an injury 
Um, and he's just like, look, we got to do what we got to do. Meanwhile, Frenchie is seeing some old folks that he used to run with. And he was dealing with some Russian drug dealers. So he goes back to Butcher and he's and Butcher's like, you know, where were you? Like, why couldn't you come today? He was like, you know, I was talking to such and such. And Butcher's like, yeah, Russians. Like, because the Russians in the scenario that um, the uh, Grace Mallory, um, when she was talking about being in Nicaragua or whatever, they took Soldier Boy's body. Right. Quote unquote. Right. So, so he wants to go to Russia. He wants to go to Russia because that's where the secret of Soldier Boy is is currently held. And if there is a weapon that the Russians have, they need to find out what really happened. And ultimately, that's where we end up for the first three episodes. I am super invested. This this show is just I understand the violence. Sometimes it's a bit much for even me, like literally jaw dropping moments of violence and blood and gore. But it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, it's it's good. I appreciate it. But sometimes, especially having a long reprieve from yeah, it, yeah. when you come back, it's jarring. You'd be like, oh, shit. Yeah. It's not as jarring as um, Invincible. And I think the only the only reason why is because with Invincible, especially that first episode, I wasn't mm. expecting it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was like, oh. Yeah, like when you have no prior that, knowledge on Invincible, and then you get to that end of that episode one, that you you said it literally turned your stomach. Yeah, I've only ever watched it once, but this is on a whole nother level too. It's is way more gross, but I expect it. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So, I mean, you know, this is going to be part of our ongoing series segment. Uh, I don't know how many episodes we're going to get this season, but I'm loving every minute of it and. I'm a huge The Boys fan, and this season they are they they're they're back on their on on their, in, in their Amazon bag. Prime is doing its thing with its uh with its um, original shows. Yeah, yeah, they coming out with some good shit. Yeah, uh, so that's our thoughts on um, The Boys season three episodes one through three, and uh, for the next part of this segment, we will go ahead and move on to uh what's next babe kenobi episodes one through three episodes one through three which premiered on disney plus uh this past week so Mm -hmm. we're about to get a new episode this week but um yeah the good the bad and the ugly kind of style of it being a western almost a little bit and and you know we we weren't sure if they were going to maintain that you know tatooine dusty ass aesthetic uh thankfully we're not on tatooine that much in this show so far no but i feel like it's still giving that i mean we had some some parts of it in a in a little grimy city um but yeah you know they love being out in the desert they do they do what's your thoughts so far babe i don't i don't want to do a full like summary of kenobi yeah um not until what we finish yeah i mean because i know you're not you're not exceptionally pleased with it i so the best part of it for me yeah. is third sister. So perhaps I'm biased because she's a black woman and she's a Sith or I guess not even really a Sith. She but is she, an inquisitor. She has, she's an inquisitor, but she's tapped into the dark side. Yeah, they have they inquisitors are not quite Sith, but they have been trained in dark side uh, and they have tactics. They, you know, they have the force, mm-hmm. but they're, you know, 
I mean, they're probably still stronger than any Jedi of the time for I the mean, most part. Lots but. of great one-liners. You know, I was really into the Jedi will hunt himself. I was like, mm-hmm, because they just can't. You just can't help yourself, baby. Yeah. You just. Which also, I'm just like I. You know, I don't get it because it's like, yeah, y'all supposed to be out here upholding the force and doing good and shit, but y'all really do be killing like just to kill because it it goes to your overall like whatever your mission is and then you just can't help yourself when you see somebody in trouble you're like let me help this guy and then it's like okay but if you help him you're gonna get captured and strung up like that one jedi the Mm -hmm. young one um i i'm i'm with you with the things that i don't like about it like i know it's been a minute but come on kenobi like you know i mean i can't be mad at him too much because it's like trauma intense trauma but you just forgot everything you don't know how to fight at all yeah i mean you know the the premise here is that it's 10 years after the events of return of the no excuse me revenge of the Sith. is it really a full 10 years it's 10 years because layla's uh um layla's 10 oh she seems smaller and she does seem small but it's been 10 years so the kids are 10. Obi-Wan is on his post on Tatooine, keeping watch over Luke. Uh, Leia has been given to the Organas to be raised as a princess on their homeworld of Alderaan, which we all know is destroyed in A New Hope. Um, and he's just basically like living out his life. You know, he's got a job. I mean, you know, he, he's, he, he's a degenerate. I mean, he not a degenerate, he, I mean, he's, he's not okay. He's not living, and per he's se. Stinky. But he's existing, and um, he tries to do little things for Luke every now and then, bring him a toy or some shit. But he's just basically wasting away. Yeah. We'll put it that way. Um, and he's he's devolved to the point of, you know, I, I mean, this isn't what I came to see of Obi-Wan. You know what I mean? Like, Obi-Wan is engaging. He's intelligent. He's wise he's skilled he's calculating he he's he was the negotiator in the clone wars you know what i mean he was one of the greatest generals that the that the jedi had in this show he's been castrated in my mind i mean like, he's i very... see where they're coming from because he of course had to have such a big crisis of confidence right because you you had all of this skill you had i mean essentially you know to dumb it down to gift a gab like you know you have all of these things that are going for going for you to make you you know people be like oh he's like the greatest jedi and you know you're given this padawan we're like oh he has all this power he could be the one to change everything and finally balance out the force and then like he becomes you know your quote-unquote you say your brother not even your kid your brother or whatever And then he totally and completely betrays you and you have to maim him when uh, and as uh, as what's his face said, as as Darth Vader said, uh, you should have killed me, which, yeah, you should have. Yeah. Should have sliced this shit. But but I I mean, and and you know what? I can't take away from that knowing struggles people have with mental health and how real that is to come face to face with your greatest failure. failure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not saying that it's not feasible, but for me, it's just not what I came to see. Like when they announced, oh, Obi-Wan's getting his own show and it's going to be set, you know, this amount of time after 
you know, Revenge of the Sith. Um, I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. We can see what he's up to or we can see what happens in that time. First of all, you already know how I feel about them just being completely afraid of any type of innovation and, and well, yes. sticking with but these characters much longer. But we all know it can only longer. go but so far, right? Because everything else has to happen after Right, this. well, yeah, and, and, and you know, so it, it's, it's a side story. It's a prequel. None of this may even matter in the grand scheme of things, right? But... This, like I said, this isn't the Obi Wan that I came to see. This man is as close to a bumbling fucking idiot as anything I've ever seen. Um, I do love Reva. I do think that she's underused. I think that she's a far superior actress than what she's actually been given on this show to do. Um, I see her as a plot device right now, an antagonist to push Obi Wan you know, where he's supposed to go for whatever story reasons. And she's doing beautifully with what she's given, but the show's writing is just I can't terrible. wait till we get to the episode that shows her backstory and what is causing her to be so motivated um, to get what she feels like she deserves. I, again, as I said personally, I think she's one of the Padawans that escaped um, or was trying to escape being killed uh, when they... The temple, you, yeah. Yeah, when they raided the temple. Honestly, I, I think that's why they put that there. I think you're right on the nose with mm-hmm. that. And we'll see what happens the next time, you know, we come back well, yeah, for, to record. Sure. I, I think I, that's why she hates Jedis, because they didn't protect them. And then she got thrown into the gutter like she was mm-hmm. trash. Yeah, I mean, look. And they all still treat her like trash. She's definitely not respected within the Grand They called uh, her the trash Inquisitor to her face. Order. Yeah, I mean, there, there's, there's, there's intrigue there. You know what I mean? It's just... This show for me lives and dies on the back of Ewan McGregor. And I'm not even saying he's doing bad acting, mm-hmm. but just the writing is, is uh, there's just a lot of dumb shit that happens in this show. And I'm not going to put it at Hawkeye level, but it's, I left, I left episode three, like, yeah, you know, that was pretty cool. You know, Vader maimed him back. They had this little, you know, lightsaber battle, quote unquote, <laughs> if you want to call it that. Um, and you know, we got the sand snake mother from game of Thrones as a operative, uh, Reva's teleporting around in these caves and shit. She's goes and, and beats Leia to the place where she was supposed to go, even though she went in there before her. And then Leia's just basically running away. There's no, there's no protection for Leia on this planet of Alderaan. Like, like how is she? Are they on? They're not on Alderaan, are they? I'm just saying when she got kidnapped in the first place, you are you are a literal princess. Well, yeah, but they. I think they tried to set up the precedent that she runs away all the time. Because like in that on uh, episode three where she was talking to um, Obi-Wan, she was like, yeah, this is all my fault. You know, I didn't mean this. I, you know, anytime I used to run away, it was just for fun. Like, I didn't think this that's, would happen. But that, yeah, that's to me, that's inexcusable. Um that's just lazy as far as I'm concerned. These 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 kidnappers basically just had to sit there and wait. Which and also that was cool yes. when I was sitting there and yes. I, I know everybody you know by now, I was like, Is that Flea? And of course we all know Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers, but mainly I well not mainly. I, of course I know him from Red Hot Chili Peppers because that's how I was introduced to Flea. But also he's married to Melody Asani. Yeah. Um, who's just this wonderful streetwear um creator um i forget what the name of the street is or or the whatever in new york but she was the first uh woman open streetwear store um i think she 
I don't know if it, no, Vashti was the first woman to have a shoe deal with Nike to create her own shoe. But, um, but, uh, uh, Melody Asani has made one with Nike before. I'm so mad. I missed out on that, but you know, these fucking resellers, they buy up everything with their bots and then sell it for like 10 times the price. So I didn't get those shoes, but like every year she comes out with a new shoe with like adidas or she had one with reebok so but anyways he's married to her so and i and i love her as a streetwear uh designer so indeed indeed so i mean that was cool um he had a a a nice cameo as the kidnapper speaking of that but there's just Mm. there's just some inconsistencies with the writing and i feel like it's very much like 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 you said like the eventualities all need to happen like this show needs to end off with Obi-Wan exactly where he started and continuing to watch over Luke. Yeah, but I think it's going to go back to him being like, because that's what he was, right? Old Ben Kenobi, he you know, uh, a hermit. Um, so he might do some, like, heroic shit in the show, but then he's just going to go back to, you know, chopping up desert monster carcasses and stealing slivers in front of everybody i'm like ain't no walls in this little setup nobody is seeing him take a little chunk of this meat okay and and, and it ain't even for him it's for his damn camel monster it's it's just so i don't i don't know man i'm just not i'm not feeling it so far babe i mean i really wanted to like this show i really love kenobi as a character and it could be that I'm getting a taste of the WandaVision situation where, you know, it starts off really dumb and yada, 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 and then it turns out amazing. <coughs> and I'm hoping that that's the case because we're three episodes in. We're halfway through. I mean, I definitely find it better than Hawkeye, right? Um, I don't know if you're going to, you know, get your vindication and be like, this is great because, again, like I said, everything that's happened has happened and we have the movies that came after it. So we already know... Kenobi he's gonna die but like he just disappears out of his robes and is dead kind of I don't know whatever however that happened in, in fucking Star Wars the, the the first movie um and then he just fucking gone and now he's a he's a force ghost mm-hmm. uh but yeah he was just walking around the desert and Luke was like oh yeah that's old old, old Ben, ben Kenobi. Kenobi didn't even know his ass was a Jedi so you know and then Luke, he just on, was it Tatooine or whatever? Mm-hmm. Just playing in the dirt like a little stupid boy. I'm just like, he he really should have focused on Leia. But, you know, in my opinion. Especially given, like, the shit that they did didn't even fucking matter. I mean, it mattered, but not really. It's not like he was the one who turned the tide for, you know, against the Empire. It was uh, Palpatine's granddaughter. Which also just, you know, I mean, come on, man. I feel like they're kind of trying to make up for these last movies, too, by saying, oh, let's show you what happened prior. But then it's like, it's too fucking late, bitch. All this stuff has already happened and we know what happens after it. Mm -hmm. So this is cute. But you should have put this this effort into those movies. Yeah, instead of running around without a fucking plan. If you're going to be so hopelessly afraid of innovation and you stick with the same 
same fucking characters in the same fucking timelines and the same fucking time periods when there's literally a galaxy far, far away. But you know what's funny about that too, though? We could say all this and Disney could be listening right now. John Favreau could be listening to this right now. Uh, what's his face who does Dave everything? Filoni. Dave Filoni could be listening to this right now. I love you know Dave. what they would say? They would kick down the door, rush up the stairs into our uh, studio. <laughs> wink, wink. And be like, can you turn around for me real quick? Yes. Spit in our faces and be like, you're still watching, aren't you, bitch? You're hooked. You're a fucking fiend and we'll do what we want. And we'll just be like, okay, thank you. Because <laughs> we're still watching. I mean, but that's only because they got Ahsoka in the back pocket too, Dan. Then they did. But that's a, another thing that shit that already happened. So what else can, what else can we well, learn? Well, Ahsoka is a little bit different because... I mean, honestly, she's just a much more compelling character. Like, Ahsoka's a lot of people's favorite character. Okay, but at a certain point, she goes off, does her own thing, whatever she's doing, her little corner of the galaxy, and then she fucking dies, don't she? At some point, she dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm And then assuming. it's like, I mean, I guess wherever she is in her corner, they may have stories about her and be like, oh, Ahsoka the Great, she was so awesome. You know, she she beat back the Empire in our little corner, and we were good here. I mean, the rest of the galaxy don't know what the fuck is going on with y'all, but she did it for us. B- but, I mean, in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. I mean, I hate to break it down like that. <sighs> no, I I'm, mean. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing her show. I think that's going to be badass. Like we said before, I'm looking forward to seeing what Rosario Dawson does with that. Mm-hmm. I think she did good in her episode, and... Uh, was it the Mandalorian or was it uh That was a Mandalorian season two. Okay, yeah. so it wasn't um it wasn't uh Bubba 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 Fett. Look, man. From I the South from it. North Carolina Bubba So anyway, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that came out of uh Star Wars Expo. If you guys want to get some more information about you know, all the good stuff and hear some really good um, opinions about it. Make sure you guys check out Socially Distanced Podcast with Bill Bakken and Al Manorino. They have uh, some pretty good guests on this episode, if I say so myself. It is not I. Oh. But um, uh, Amanda's on the uh, on the episode who we've had a chance to work with. She's amazing, and she's a, she covers all the WWE stuff, right? Wrestling. Um, oh, I'm not sure about the WWE. Don't get me the lying to you. But she uh, she's outstanding. She's a huge Star Wars fan, and they also got uh, their producer, their editor, um, on for the, that socially distanced uh, podcast episode as well. So they could feel completely different about. Kenobi as we do you guys I haven't finished listening to the episode yet but please if you do want to get some extra uh some extra I feel stuffs, like Alex is gonna feel different because Alex I think Al? some no our Alex oh yeah I'm just saying our producer I think Alex is go- our Alex haha ha, we've claimed you but no I feel like he's gonna <laughs> feel different because I think often he thinks that we're far too critical and like not even critical just mean they were like, damn, y'all be going in. Like, it wasn't even that bad. And I'm just like, no, it was trash. Yeah. <laughs> but then other times, <coughs> other times in his tweets, I'm like, damn, let him breathe. Take your foot off their necks. Oh, my God. He, uh, What was it? It was, oh, he was talking about the new Top Gun because we didn't, we need to go watch that. We were going to watch it this weekend, but we, uh, or this last weekend, my birthday weekend, but we didn't get to it. 
but he was talking about it and he was like he was critical of it he was like i don't like how they set up the big bad and it being like this nameless faceless thing and you know people were happy about it being non-political or whatever but i you know he felt like that was a political choice like damn like you know name names or keep it on the playground don't be snitching if you're not gonna name names uh and then he was like yeah you know some people that i actually respected or whatever you know having this take i lost some respect and i was like damn alex i mean you were just about to call him out like that because they gonna know who they are because they're gonna be like oh shit that was my take i'm like god damn ruthless <laughs> so that's why sometimes when he be like oh y'all are so mean i'm like mm-hmm we mean okay you be having your moments that's okay i see you we are Birds all <laughs> critics we are all critics i know indeed. there's always something there's always something that will get you but i thought that was funny i remember i didn't say nothing to that tweet but when i saw it i was like mm, i like that that's right show that aggression it's yeah. I like physical violence, but I also like verbal violence. Ultimately, uh, Kenobi is, you know, I'll, I'll definitely finish it to your point, Bay. I mean, I'm here, I'm invested, but it's just nonsensical to me at, some, at certain points. And there's really not much that happens that's actually cool. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, the lightsaber fights are leaving stuff up to... Um, they're they're leaving a lot to be to be to be wanted um i'm just hoping they hurry up with this with this character arc for obi-wan like get get your confidence back build back up to that something like you're just you're just inept damn well he was getting bossed around by a fucking 10 year old yeah you know that last episode episode three it was weird i was like why his hair and his face so much it was like like he was giving me the whole like old old school justin bieber like whipping his hair out of his face and i was like what's going on here is this supposed to show his ineptitude because it's like look at how disheveled this bitch is i yeah you're right this last episode did make me look at him like damn because a lot of the other stuff i was getting like he wasn't trusting people like of course i'm not gonna trust no damn stranger when i trusted a little boy that i fucking raised and you see how that turned out um but yeah I'm making little crazy mistakes, like calling uh, Leia Leia instead of Luma or whatever. But then them stupid ass stormtroopers are like, oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, It's, yeah. I mean, you got three episodes. You got three episodes to figure this shit out. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, But yeah, that's the, our thoughts on Kenobi episodes one through three. Now, you guys, um, we'll go ahead and keep on keeping on. Uh, We have the next segment, which is a full season review. Now, keep in mind, you guys, these segments are going to be consistent, but maybe you're not going to get each and every one of these segments every single every single month. It just depends on what we're watching and what what's out. Like, you know, we may not be able to do a full season review every every month. But today we got one. And it's pretty good. It's a new anime out, a uh, newer anime out. And so it's the world's finest assassin gets reincarnated in another world as an aristocrat. Thank you. Um, so, yes, <laughs> as an isekai, we, you know, sometimes it takes us a while we get there. Uh, I might have to, you know, strong on my way in there to just get us going. Um, I mean, it it follows it follows the formula. You know, and we were saying this as or I was saying this as we were watching it. Um, it reminded me as far as like the pacing 
to a certain extent of jobless reincarnation. Mm-hmm. Um, but even though you can kind of guess where everything is going to go because of the pacing and how they, you know, are building this, you know, this character up. Um, it's, it's good. It's definitely worth a watch. Um, <laughs> there are the common issues with like adult themes with barely to just, uh, barely to just, uh, just becoming teenagers where you're like, okay, um, we have to constantly remind ourselves that at this point, uh, these kids are 14 to 16. Um, so what the fuck? But I, I mean, I don't know. I guess that just fucking is what it is. Um, but no good. Just enough violence. I think it's rated like TV 14. Um, the magic system is pretty cool or, yeah. or interesting. Um, the themes again, they're pretty, pretty fucking adult. Um, but, but interesting. The storytelling is interesting. I, I would say, I think I preferred jobless reincarnation. Um, but yeah, I mean, funny action. <coughs> there are some heartfelt moments. Um, I would definitely say it's worth a watch. Um, it's it's pretty fast paced too. I think all the episodes are like what twenty to thirty minutes. Yeah. So we got through it pretty quickly. I think what in one or two sittings, one sitting. Well, the one sitting we watched like three episodes. Okay. And the next setting we watched the rest all of right, them. So, so two it was sittings. like twelve episodes, I guess. So yeah. yeah, two sittings. I mean, it was yeah, I agree. I mean, this was I feel like I liked it a little bit more than Jobless Reincarnation. Um, because I liked the way that the magic system was more defined and the way that he was able to actually choose his attributes. Um, when he was reincarnated, reincarnated the deity that reincarnated was more active. Um, you, you see her, you, you know, he has a full conversation with her. He has a choice. Um, and then, you know, watching him grow up and, you know, specifically to this mission that he has as to where in jobless, it seems like it's a little bit more aimless. Like it's, it's less, you know, pointed um, as far as like the overall well, Whoa. yeah, because he doesn't know why he's there. Right. He's just there. And right. He knows that he's been reincarnated. But I still, I don't know. I, I prefer Jobless, to okay. be honest. Hey, listen, not a problem. Well, I mean, the you know, if you've seen an Isekai, you understand the premise is that there is a, uh, well, in the name is the world's finest assassin. Uh, very skilled. Gets double crossed by his organization that's been using him as a tool his entire life from, from birth. Uh, is reborn into this world where he is. Um, actually born into a family of assassins. Uh, I like his dad. His mom is nonsensical, and he he treats her that way, especially after he turns, like, 12. He's just like, Mom, I don't got time for your shit. Um, But he's also very skilled, and the attributes that he chose during his reincarnation are actively, you know, helping him be better. Uh, And there's a point in the anime where he goes off for a few years to learn the aristocratic skills of merchandising and things like that he creates this whole spy network with some people that he's recruited some women who are you know head over heels in love with him of course um and yeah i mean the the magic system is dope like i I'm, i really i'm really digging this show i mean i i hope that it it gets another season so we can continue on the adventures um but yeah i mean as far as you know a 12 episode isekai goes 
it's definitely, I mean, it might be recency bias, but it's, it's so far as my favorite. I mean, I still got to get back to slime reincarnated as a slime, but, oh, yeah. um, you know, we fell off that for a reason. And, um, I'm really interested in this next, this next part of Luke's journey. Yeah. I, um, I, you know, the art style is good. I, you know, I, I enjoy it. Um, I think, I think maybe because of the virtue of it being TV 14. I don't know, man. Y'all know me. I like a whole bunch of violence. Um, even though I was talking about how the boys was kind of making me sick to my stomach. Um, so I, I'm, I'm excited to see, or I'm looking forward to the second season. Um, I thought it was interesting. It's definitely worth a watch. Um, there's definitely moments in there that make you laugh and make mm-hmm. you think. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't anything that made me pop any thug tears. No. Um, but I, 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 and I feel like there were moments that wanted you to. Um, mm. And maybe that's the thing. I just feel like we we get to a certain point of you wanting to care for characters. And something for me just kind of pulled me back or didn't go all the way. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. And, you know, he's got this whole like um like love arc with you know his his original magic teacher who he basically taught her but he's so calculated he's so smart he's so you know ahead of the game that a lot of this it's hard to see stakes you know and i think maybe that may be it where for me it's hard to it's hard to ever feel like he's actually in any danger or any type of situation where he's not going to come out on top unless the hero is there who is supposed to be the the one that you know has all these insane attributes and he's really on this mission to kill like you know we have one situation towards the end of the season where he thought that who he was fighting might be the hero but he just basically bombed him from space and that was it for him like i didn't think he was dead I th- but it really was like he murked this yeah, man he wasn't the hero um and and you know from there it's just like okay well he went through his uh his merchandise or his merchant learning period there was no real risk of him not failing nor not uh succeeding there um you know he's he's good at everything so i mean i can i can definitely understand whereas like okay well where is the where's the antagonization you know and really yeah, I mean, I don't even think that's it for me. I think it's just, like, the emotional setup for stuff and then how they're setting up for this weird love triangle um, with these, like, found girls and then his cousin who he's basically, like, outright saying, like, yeah, I love her, yeah, I'm in love with yeah. her. Um, and then, like, but the found girls who are in this, like, before it becomes a triangle and he, like, totally expresses that he loves his cousin who was his first magic teacher um they're like they love him but they're okay with sharing and um but then when he goes off to save his cousin's life um the one girl the one of the first girls he finds she helps him to do it but then when he leaves because she can only take him part way she starts crying i guess under the realization that she's never i guess gonna be loved like that i don't know i'm just like all right girl i don't (laughs) Where where's that coming from? I thought it was cool, but now it's not cool. I was just like, all right, whatever. Well, like, his I adopted can't. sister said that she like she hides a lot of stuff, right? She's like she really does love him, and he doesn't ever recognize her, and she just kind of like hides it. Whereas though his adopted sister is like, look, uh, I want what I want. Uh, yeah, I guess so. But like I said, it's we still could do all... this the easy way. 
She ain't say it like that. No. Um, but yeah, I just think all of that is stupid. Yeah. And I hate how they set up harems like that world girls. It's like, oh, as long as I get to be with you, I'll accept whatever. And I'm just like, you hoes be weak in the knees. Stand up. I mean, he has four of the six attributes. I don't know. Um, what the fuck does that mean? I'm, First of all, you know what? I want all of you boys uh, or men, I should say, listen to this. Um, I, I'm not a misandrist or anything like that, but don't get too fucking comfortable. Just because, um, especially as like how y'all like to, um, a lot of these quote-unquote alpha males and Kevin Samuelites uh, rest in the dirt, is what I could say. Um, and how we talk about women, oh, y'all don't need to have uh, degrees and jobs and stuff. Y'all need to be focusing on getting men. Like, you men, just because y'all got jobs and all this other kind of shit and fucking hair and balls or whatever doesn't make you the shit. And I don't care what fucking magical attributes that you have. <laughs> that don't mean some girl just got to take your shit. Yeah. Yeah. How about not being trash and just doing a bare minimum? I mean, Damn. Mm. That shit was getting on my nerves. I was like, I know he's supposed to be the hero, and I do like him or whatever, but like, ugh. Okay, look, uh, you heard it here first, y'all. How about should not be not shit? You know, that's uh, it. Be cool. Be interesting. Have you know hobbies? Like, mm-hmm. be able to hold a conversation. Mm-hmm. You can't just just be fine. Mm-hmm. That's not enough. And happy, y'all ain't even fine. But mm-hmm. anyways. Mm-hmm. Well, another tangent brought to you by Courtney. And we love you for it, babe. But that brings us to the end of our agenda, y'all. I mean, it's not too much else that we got going on. You guys had a, a action-packed episode today, and I feel like I've given you enough time of my lovely. She is uh, so amazing that I want to have her to myself for the rest of the evening. So, uh, where can I find you, babe? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Neil Queensley. Yes. And you can find me at the Okami Council on all socials. Again, make sure you check out the episode of uh, Socially Distanced with Bill Bach and Anna Manorino on the Kenobi. Get, get a con- contrasting view, you know? you know? Amanda's gonna give her input. Uh, their editor's gonna give his input and, um, you know, come back and, and see what you think. But otherwise, we'll have plenty of stuff on here for you guys next month. We'll continue with our watches of spy family as well as kenobi hopefully it gets better and the boys which is just outstanding uh and maybe anything else that we feel like doing maybe some trailers come out we'll do some snap trailer reactions otherwise you guys make sure if you get an opportunity check out the links down below one of them will take you over to the patreon where you can get some extra extra content in the form of an extra snap trailer reaction that we did not post on the show because we don't have enough time but otherwise y'all my name is marshall <laughs> Sorry. I'm Courtney. Yeah. She's that was so, so cute. difficult. <laughs> she's so cute, y'all. But otherwise, y'all, y'all have a great one and we'll see you again soon. Deuces. Bye.